0: My name is Jenna, and I am one antsy podcaster. Welcome to the Fan Delight, the weekly podcast where Brent and I read the Animorph books. This book is Book Forty. Nine. It's all over y'all, the Yerks know the Animorphs are human, and they're starting to test blood on a massive scale to find any samples with animal DNA, which would expose the Animorph. The Animorphs break into a database to see how far they've gotten when they realize actually the Yerks are testing the blood that they've left at Battles to find relatives. And worse yet, they've found one, Lauren, Tobias' missing presumed dead mother. They try to delete the information, but can't, so they pull the cord on getting their families into hiding. They get Cassie's family, then Rachel's, but things go wrong when they go for Jake's family. Tom has already made controller of his parents. Meanwhile, Tobias spies on his mom only to find her blind and scarred from an accident. He morphs into her guide dog and takes the opportunity to talk to her, only to find she has amnesia and doesn't remember having a son. Against Jake's better judgment, Tobias gives her the power to morph. Using Tobias's bird DNA, she morphs and makes a daring escape from the billions of controllers watching Lauren's house. After she returns to her human form, she is no longer blind or scarred. But she is still amnesiatic. And that's like this book. This book is d- jam. It was bread and jam, full of action. <laughs>
1: Uh bonus points for amnesiatic, that's a delightful word.
0: It is a good one. And also very sad and tragic.
1: Um yeah, is there a is there a, a term similar to fridged for uh female characters who are just horribly maimed?
0: It, that's also called fridging. Okay. Yeah, that and also a female characters getting depowered, which happens way more to female superheroes than male superheroes. Yeah, that sounds this about is, right. This is like the opposite of it at the very end. Yeah,
1: though. yeah, it's a weird, uh, it is a, a weird subversion, if you will. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's such a good moment too when she morphs into being a red tail hawk, which is actually pretty creepy because she's morphing into an exact copy of Tobias. <laughs> And that's something. I don't know what that is. I don't think there's a name for what that is, but it's something.
1: I'm pretty sure that's the top category on Pornhub's 2018 rap.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh,
1: before we get too much farther into <laughs> the uh, the weird Oedipal aspects uh, uh, of this, uh, this book was ghostwritten by Lisa Harkrader, who also wrote books 44 and 51. Her website is www.ldharkrader.com, and her most recent uh, release is a children's book titled Librarians of the Galaxy. So if you got kids, check it out.
0: Yeah, this, this book was so full of stuff. So many things happen.
1: I know, I, I did not expect to like this one as much as I did, given how many nits I picked while I was taking notes.
0: <laughs> uh, is that like a sweet activity you do with your partner, picking knits? out of their feathers
1: yeah it's it's a bonding activity
0: <laughs> yeah uh rachel we get we get a little peek into rachel and tobias's relationship <sighs>
1: oh boy
0: <laughs> Ooh.
1: oh my goodness uh,
0: and it's a lot it's a lot i mean it is so apparently when it's rainy out tobias will nest in her sock drawer <laughs> And that's something. <laughs> also, I don't know what that is, but it is something.
1: I think that's adorable, personally.
0: I kind of do, too. I like the idea that she has, like, a little nest. Uh, but also, counterpoint, I keep my underwear and my socks in the same drawer. I does. I mean, maybe Rachel has a billion socks, so she has a dedicated sock drawer.
1: I would assume she does does like Val yeah has a dedicated sock drawer oh I keep mine together I'm definitely a a mixed person because I don't own that many socks or underwear
0: yeah I guess I took for granted that I owned a lot of socks but maybe I don't
1: you need more novelty socks Jenna
0: or a bird boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) to take up half of my sock drawer you have
1: to remove the underwear to make room for the bird boyfriend
0: yeah you need to get a little pet bed that he can nest down in.
1: Well, really, you don't want a bed. You want some of that, um, that like, cotton stuff that they can shred up to three times the size <laughs> that the, the pad is. Because uh, th- that activity really is is good for them. She buys him bird vitamins at PetSmart. Oh,
0: oh. There's a lot about that that makes me feel things.
1: I just have to assume that that's not all she buys him at PetSmart, right? <laughs> right? Like, she's got him a little bell for his tree maybe one of those little mirrors a, 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 a shell to sharpen his beak on or something
0: yeah maybe like a salt lick i know sometimes <laughs> birds get those yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes god uh, again very adorable uh, with an a layer of sad yeah on top of it
1: that's that kind of sums up rachel and tobias's relationship in a nutshell i think
0: that kind of sums up all of Tobias's relationships, especially the ones in this book. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just every single. Okay, so Lauren is alive and she's here. She's here in this book, and I think maybe, maybe the saddest part in this book is when the teenage hoodlums of Ax and is it is it Marco?
1: Yeah, it was Marco and Axe and Tobias, and they were spandex-clad uh, local <laughs> toughs. They were a theme gang, like in The Warriors.
0: <laughs> exactly like in The Warriors.
1: Their theme was uh, uh, salaryman biking to work.
0: <laughs> Exercise fiends. Yeah. That, it, that is a gang that would be in The Warriors. Mm-hmm, the, like a modern The Warriors.
1: The Pacific Northwest Bicycle Dads. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> But they they steal Lauren's guide dog and Tobias morphs into him. And then there's a kind of the comedic bit where he, like, doesn't know the commands that she uses. And there's that good slapstick. But then it becomes not fun because it's Tobias experiencing his mother's love for the first time. (laughs) <laughs> and and he is a dog, and she does think that he's her guide dog, and she's so sweet and affectionate. But there's this moment where it's Tobias is like, "Wow, this is i my mom is telling me she loves me for the first time." But I am a dog, but does it still? Ca- I think it still counts. This is still a great moment for me. And it's like, "Nah, son." <laughs> oh sweetheart no
1: yeah this is actually very very sad
0: yeah you don't know how sad this is bud
1: (laughs) oh man we we completely skipped the part where they destroy another circus with elephant violence
0: oh yeah yeah how many circuses
1: does this damn town have
0: Is there the chance that it's the same circus and that they couldn't leave after all of their elephants got freed the first time?
1: Oh, my God.
0: They just recollected them. And Rachel's like, nah,
1: that would be perfect. The ringmaster's (laughs) standing there. Ah, finally, we can run a circus again. And then Rachel barrels through and he just puts his head in his hands.
0: (laughs) <laughs> well, he should have learned the first time. Why to be did we chilled keep the, the cattle
1: prods?
0: <laughs> why are we still so mean to our elephants? The fact that Lauren doesn't remember, <laughs> oh my God. the fact that she's like, yeah, I heard I had a son. I guess that's you. that's fine, I guess that's good stuff
1: i i I'm so confused about her living situation. like she's, what eight blocks six or eight blocks from tobias's uncle and his uncle never once like mentioned oh yeah your mom doesn't remember you but she is still alive he's just nah she dead
0: that is a question mark because that has been the full party line for all of his family members presumably they all know that she's alive do you i mean somebody's
1: paying her medical bills for the like years and years of physical therapy right
0: but she needed to recover you don't think that uh alan fangor had some sort of stock market wizardry and set her up real nice
1: i think if alan fangor was aware that his leaving was going to result in her getting in uh, a crippling car crash that made her lose all of her memories he might have just told the elements to fuck off
0: mm, that's true that's true but i don't think he did know
1: No, he didn't.
0: I don't want to suggest that Tobias' family were trying to protect him, because that that doesn't seem right. (laughs) Right? Like, that doesn't seem like what the thing is. But they must have known. I mean, the other option, which is also very sad, is that Lauren asked them to tell Tobias that she was dead, because she didn't remember him.
1: Mm.
0: And that's also really bad. Yeah. I mean, because I guess, do we have a sense of when or how old Tobias was when she had her accident and forgot him?
1: Very young, I think. He doesn't yeah. really... He he mentions in this book that he would have been too young when she left mm-hmm. to really have valid things that he's remembering, that he feels like he's remembering.
0: That's fair. I mean, it, it feels like if the kid is young enough and... All evidence points to the fact that you are its mother. Presumably, you would still be its mother, but I also don't know how important the process of giving birth. I'm wading into dark waters, Brent. <laughs> 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 I can feel, I can feel the cold salt water hitting my chin and starting to to rise above my head as I as I wade into the question of how important giving birth is to caring for a child
1: tread extremely lightly because the ocean floor is made of eggshells
0: i think i'm just gonna bail
1: (laughs) you're not in a boat it's too late to start bailing
0: (laughs) oh no hey how about them chi bread
1: oh yeah my god (laughs) so we don't really see eric in this one Mm
0: -mm. which
1: is an interesting choice uh we see mr king and uh previously established she international pop star lord
0: yeah i like that lord mentions offhand in the, i guess the thing that all the chi do which is that she was louis pasteur's lab assistant
1: it's like their hobby <laughs> to gaslight humans that know about them
0: it's funnier to me if they're lying yeah. i assume they're not but it's so funny to me the idea that they'd be like yeah i don't know i'm I have expertise in electrical engineering. I was, like, best friends with Grace Hopper. Like, well, who are you, though?
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I suggested a thing to her that she's known for. <laughs> I'm the one who found the bug.
0: Yeah, I'm the one that actually pulled the moth out. She just named it. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm basically, like, super important, historically speaking. Right, because it wasn't <laughs> just,
1: I was Louis Pasteur's lab assistant. It, it was, I was Louis Pasteur's lab assistant. I suggested heat. Fuck fuck off Come on They really want to see how far they can get Every one of them, I thought it was just Eric But it's all the chi They want to see how big a line of bullshit They have to lay down before the humans Call them on it And so far, the humans have not
0: Yeah, I love the fact that the Animorphs are just like, okay I don't They never seem to really comment On the statements at all Which is also very funny
1: I think they were primed to not really comment on them by being friends with Marco for so long.
0: (laughs) Because the Chi are
1: all basically Marco in this sense.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I assume if you hear Arik say all of the weird things that he's done in his past, you're just like, okay, this is potentially believable. And then when you meet nine other Chi and they also (laughs) all say the same things, (laughs) maybe by then you're just like, just not willing to engage.
1: Yeah, yeah, like it it would be so exhausting to to deal with all of these claims. What do you mean Moses lawyer? <laughs> what is that? What are you talking about?
0: It's really good.
1: Oh man, we we haven't even gotten like most of the way through this book, I don't think.
0: That's true. Let's oh, let's talk about uh, them finally, uh, exposing their parents to their real life and the Animorphs and everything. Oh,
1: this was, uh, how this part was delightful in, in many ways. Uh, I really appreciated that they all had different strategies for managing <laughs> their parents' reaction. Yeah. And they fucking worked.
0: They, they definitely, like, accurately profiled their parents to sort of figure out, like, what do they need to do to get them to come along with them. I I almost wish that were its own separate full book. Yeah. I kind of wish that Lauren and and getting her on board was one book, and then the next book was springing all of their parents, because I wanted that to keep going.
1: I know, I know. Because Cassie's was, you know, sort of what you would expect for the reveal is, alright, show them the morphine, explain this logically, convince them. And Rachel's plan for her mom was, you're not going to be able to convince her, we just got to fucking kidnap her. <laughs>
0: And it works? My mom's a lawyer. We can't. We're not going to be able to argue with her against her perception of reality. We're just going to throw her in a car and take her. That's so good.
1: Rachel squeezing into the passenger seat as a bear and thought speaks, let's go. And her mom just understands implicitly. Or uh, let's do it. She thought speaks, let's do it. And her mom just understands implicitly that that means hammer the gas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because Rachel
1: is her mother's daughter.
0: That's so good. Um, also, Rachel fucking forgetting about her dad. Oh. <laughs>
1: I mean, he's he's Yerkmeat, right? He's definitely oh, a controller yeah. now. He's in a different city. They don't have time to go get him, and they're not going to, even though she tells her little sister that they mm. will. She lies to her little sister's face.
0: After just entirely forgetting that... That was a thing that they needed to be concerned about, which I think is really a great arc from like where Rachel and her dad's relationship was earlier in the series to being I mean, they they were a lot closer. And then he moved away and we haven't seen him as much. And now this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think she may have she may have taken something away from their interaction at the airport when she was split in half where oh. she called him with something super important, and he made 20 minutes for her during a layover. Uh, yeah. at, at, and she had to go to the airport to talk to him. And I think maybe, like, at the time, it didn't seem like she thought that was so weird, but I think she's had enough time to think back on that and think, well, that was that was super shitty.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I, I had totally forgotten about that. Uh, but I think you're right. I think her dad really proved that he's not reliable, and when it came down to thinking about her family and who she wanted to save, he just wasn't, he could not be relied on probably to help her save him, I would guess.
1: Uh, also, her little sisters insisted that Axe was a Pokeman's. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's very good. Axe Ax is definitely like a Gen 6 Pokemon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they insist that they must train me.
0: <laughs> what uh what type of pokemon would axe be
1: uh is i there's so many types now um yeah it is i know there's one that's like a floating sword is there a knife type pokemon because definitely uh, that
0: yeah i was thinking like scyther i was trying to think it because i know scyther is like grass i think grass fighting maybe so maybe axe would be like fighting uh, i don't know what a subtype would be arrogance <laughs> what is arrogance strong and weak against, Brent?
1: Uh, I believe it is strong against facts and weak against all the other elemental subtypes.
0: <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay. Yep. is fighting arrogance type. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to Jake's family. And his is the last family, because Marco's already out. Tobias is doing his own thing with his mom.
1: And there's a, a pretty rough scene where Jake has just started, like, dribbling a basketball and taking shots at the hoop in his driveway, and everybody else is like, Jake, something is not right. It's This is not working. We need to go. And he's like, nah, just wait. You'll see. They'll be back. And just, <laughs> it, like, it's one of the more willfully... Willfully blind uh, Jake moments that I've ever seen. He does not normally deceive himself to this degree, but I guess after having lived to get Tom out of Yerk bondage for so long, hmm. like he needs this to to turn out okay and get his family out, and he really beats himself up for it later in the book.
0: I felt especially bad. Yeah, after after they arrive and they're all one hundred percent definitely controlled. <laughs> His mom
1: leaning out the passenger side <laughs> of her best friend's ride, trying to shoot him with a drake on beam.
0: Um, so sad. It just him being like, "Could we have gotten Rachel out, Rachel's family out faster? Could could I have left from Cassie's, and could I have saved them? All all of these second second questions. That was really hard to read, especially because as he says at the end of the book, they are. The Yurks are definitely going to use his family to try and fuck him up.
1: Yep. Because that is the Yurks playbook when they have somebody that they want to hurt and they've got family member controllers, they they did it to Visser 1 um mm. and and they sort of tried to do it to Tobias uh by inventing a family member controller, <laughs> but like that's that's what they do. So
0: and I look forward to that being probably I think the next book is a Cassie book, so maybe not this next book, but I assume we have another Jake book before the end of the book, and that that'll be when that pops off.
1: The confluence of of decisions in here that Jake is upset about how he he decided they needed the element of surprise to to go in and get the data, but then if he had like ran headfirst to get his family, maybe they'd still be. And mm-hmm. yeah, he he's just he can't he can't.
0: Yeah. And then and then the fact that Tobias does get Lauren out oh, and yeah. without her without her being made a controller or anything, is that's probably even worse, because that means they all got all their family. Tobias manifested a mother to save and, <laughs> and Jake just couldn't with his family.
1: Yeah, he, he was too busy making the tactically correct decisions to save his family.
0: Yeah. And I I don't, I like, I think it is the right thing to have gotten Rachel's family out before his. I mean, because they, they always had to get Tom out last because he's the most precarious part right. of, of getting any of their families out. So I, I really don't think there's any other way they could have done it.
1: No, I, I don't think there is either. But, you know, Jake's a teenager and he's just essentially had the rest of his family doomed to the thing that he's been so upset about, Tom being doomed to. So yeah. he's he's internalizing the fault as his.
0: Yeah, that's rough.
1: Yes, yeah, it's very rough. Uh,
0: poor kiddo. And then they all are hanging out with the the Hork-Bajir in their free colony. Oh, in, in some sort of valley.
1: Yes, uh, Rachel's mom uh, <laughs> is sort of conscripted into helping the horkbajir write a constitution. Uh, and then owned by direct democracy into teaching them to read and write.
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought that was great, actually.
1: <laughs> Do I look like a teacher? So they held a vote and decided, yes, she does. <laughs> and she's bound by that and honors that uh, that vote. So good for her.
0: Yeah, I really like that. Do we get to see like Rachel's sisters hanging out with the Horkbujir? I can't remember seeing them after they get there.
1: Mm, I'm not sure that they're called out specifically. I kind of hope that we do in the later books, because I feel like they'd get along pretty well with Toby, at least.
0: Yeah, I hope there is more, like, family participation in everything. I'm hoping that's something we'll get to see more of.
1: Well, right, now that they're in, it would be a shame if they just got sort of sidelined.
0: I mean, we've seen a little bit of Marco's mom. I don't feel like we've seen Marco's dad, like, at all.
1: Very little, but that's because his mom has only been sort of mentioned. Uh, I think in her capacity as knowing the stuff that the yerk in her head used to.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: So that's what she's been mentioned as an intelligence source. Marco's dad presumably has been busy like engineering things.
0: Now that now that Lauren is officially an animorph.
1: Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Is I I <laughs> are the other are Cassie's parents gonna get given the the morphine ability they've got uh,
0: yeah
1: they've got yeah. the the um
0: Escafil device I, of all of them i would hope cassie's parents would be the most like no please do let us be animals this is our life's work please do let us be that
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah i really hope that happens my worry is that because they have medical skills they'll probably be Ooh. forced to stay back and and sort of help care for people Uh, But really, they should give all of their parents uh, the morphing technology because it's super useful and is good for healing and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I don't know. I mean, Lauren has it. They can't undo that. I have to assume she's probably not going to go on missions with them, even though I really want her to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, you you don't think she will?
0: I don't. Do you think she will?
1: She's only got the Tobias morph right now, but he seems to make it work. So maybe... I I assume Tobias will insist that she not, but I can't imagine them having an adult with an adult's mind and an adult's maturity (laughs) and morphine ability as anything other than an asset.
0: I agree. Part of me wonders if Lauren, because she has fewer ties than anyone keeping her there. There is a chance, I think, that she could just leave. And that would destroy Tobias, oh my but God, who yes. is Tobias to her, you know?
1: He's the kid that they tell her is hers.
0: But she doesn't have her memory back by the end of this book. It, like, it's gone.
1: No, she gets her sight back.
0: Yeah. She does. Which makes me think she would bail.
1: She does throw herself in front of, like, a, oh. a crashing helicopter or something, right? To, to save him. So there's some sort of instinct operating there on, on a yeah, deep level. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. That, that Maybe that'll keep her around.
1: Speaking of helicopter crash, man, they blew their effects budget for the season on that scene, didn't
0: they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I feel like we hear a lot about helicopters flying around and and all of that. But uh, yeah, they really blew one up here, huh?
1: I, I mean, they they introduced this controller at the beginning that's in an old woman and then had her <laughs> maniacally flying a helicopter around and Tobias manages to get her to crash it like a heat-seeking missile in a cartoon with planes.
0: Yeah, real Die Hard vibes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious if that old lady controller is going to come back because she was weirdly prominent in this book.
1: Yeah, and I think it said that that she bailed out they saw her crawling across the
0: yeah dragging
1: herself across the parking lot so yeah maybe
0: maybe presumably she's still alive
1: so uh just a couple quick bits and then i i think something we can get a little more discussion about um one i, n- I noticed the only network referenced in this book and it is referenced repeatedly is nickelodeon coincidence
0: <laughs> probably not
1: yeah i doubt it um that Rachel's mom arbitrates a debate between two factions of Hork-Bajir that I know you really appreciated that there was a coniferous and deciduous <laughs> faction yeah. that she was arbitrating. I thought that was maybe a throwaway tree joke. I uh,
0: think it's that too, but I do hope that I hope that comes back.
1: Otherwise, it, it's an interesting window into how generations of Yurk slavery has changed the Hork-Bajir since uh, oh, as a people geez. since we experienced them in the Hork-Bajir Chronicles.
0: Yeah, a, a great grim point brent thank you (laughs) thanks for really undercutting that nice joke about trees
1: i mean it's probably a throwaway tree joke it's one of the two
0: it is one of the two yes
1: (laughs) uh axe has the most axe quote ever in this book um it's it is peak axe and i love it and so i'm just gonna read it verbatim excellent you do not know me he said but i am a juvenile delinquent I do not trust authority <laughs> figures. I probably will not graduate from high school. And statistics say my present rowdiness and vandalism will likely lead to more serious crimes. I am a dangerous fellow, and I am causing mayhem in this store. <laughs> very intimidating.
0: Yep, very uh, tell-don't-show X. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and doesn't he have that bit where he rearranges... Like bags of chips on the shelf, and is like, look at how disorganized this is. Yes, he absolutely <laughs>
1: does do that.
0: <laughs> you got him, max He's sticking it to the man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the last thing that I wanted to bring up that I think may actually end up with a little more discussion is that. Uh, so, at the end of the book, there, there's a an interesting and depressing contrast between his meeting with Rachel at the beginning of the book and where he is at the end of the book. Where at the end he has the, he he talks about how he's spending more time in human morph, uh, so that he can be around his mom as a human, and mm. how must Rachel feel uh, about that? Given that their date at the beginning of the book, he was in bird form until he had e- eaten the all beef patty, <laughs> and only morphed back into human to devour the special sauce, lettuce, cheese, and sesame seed bun, uh. And and not like he doesn't he doesn't stay in Morph that long for her. He doesn't purposefully become a boy again just to hang out with Rachel. That's that's got to sting a little.
0: I mean, it's an interesting sort of take on Lauren and Tobias's relationship because I mean, presumably Tobias is trying to not freak Lauren out by being her bird son.
1: Sure, I'm he definitely has so far managed to do things that are totally normal and not freak outable, like poses her seeing eye dog and turn her into a into himself as a bird.
0: Yeah, that's weird. But I mean I think he's setting up a false standard for I mean, I, that's what I assume his motivation is. But I mean, maybe he really does just want his mother to love him as a human. Which is its own own burdensome sort of standard to set up because he's not
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and well i mean you think about it he's for so long for almost his whole life been desperate for his mother and and his mother to be there because she's been sort of the the, almost more of a symbol of an escape from his circumstances than Mm -hmm. an actual like memory of a person and so now all of a sudden there's an actual person there and he's, you know, trying to get back into I think the the place he was when his mother was all he wanted in the world. Oh. Like he's returning to that because that's what he knows in, in
0: in relation to Lauren. That's an interesting take, and it really paints his choice to become human to engage in that as kind of a regressive like, emotionally regressive thing to do.
1: I- I- that's how I see it.
0: Uh, but on the other hand, I'm pretty certain Rachel would, like, way prefer if he were human for their dates, so... Yeah. It's- it's good that he's not hiding his true self for her, for their emotional relationship. It's not great that he is not fulfilling her emotional needs by being a human boy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know... (sighs) I know since the beginning of this series, we've shipped Rachel and Tobias so hard uh, and and been just in their corner, but I'm starting to think that Rachel can do better.
0: Yeah. Tobias <laughs> yeah. doesn't
1: seem in this as much as she is.
0: He does not seem to be... Uh, I mean, it's so hard, though, because it, he is a hawk boy now.
1: By so... his own choice.
0: Yes, definitely. I... <sighs> I mean, who else can he have a relationship with? He's gonna fucking blow it with Rachel and be alone the next decade of his life before he dies of old birding. You
1: know he could start by having a relationship with himself
0: Oh that's beautiful. He's got
1: some stuff that he has to work through and become yeah. okay with who he is before he can be the partner that Rachel needs him to be.
0: That's so true brent and that's and that so she
1: deserves. True.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we need to have a book. I mean, Rachel has gone through and come out the other side, I think, of her emotional gauntlet. Uh, I would like Tobias to. Do I, you think Tobias <laughs> will get that?
1: I don't think I want Tobias to to come out the same gauntlet as Rachel did, because no, Rachel is- No, different gauntlet. No. All of them are broken people.
0: Yeah. Do you think Tobias would have killed David? And cor- corollary question, do you think he would have eaten the body?
1: Yes and yes. Okay. No hesitation.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Tobias is a predator; he gets it.
1: Yeah, he's he's a big grown accustomed to to nature being red in tooth and claw. Cassie would never have been able to look him in the eye again. But
0: no, no, no. I assume Tobias would not tell Cassie if if that were the thing that happened. Yeah. Speaking of Cassie, the next book is a Cassie book. Ooh, book fifty, the ultimate.
1: The ultimate.
0: The ultimate.
1: but it's not it's not even the penultimate.
0: yeah i know i was just thinking the same thing it's a four it's four books away from being the ultimate there's
1: not even a word for that
0: no it's just book 50
1: i mean it's a nice round number
0: (laughs) presumably this will be the last cassie book i think we're getting into the point where the books we have are going to be the last pov for each character
1: so 50s cassie 51 uh looks like marco 52
0: is Axe,
1: 53 is Jake, and 54 is all of them.
0: Okay, so we have no more Rachel POVs.
1: Which is disappointing. Yep. But also, it it would be hard to follow up 48, so.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I guess we've gotten Rachel's character arc conclusion. Mm Mm-hmm. We didn't really get- this is the last Tobias book. I don't think we got a good conclusion for Tobias.
1: Tobias got what he's wanted since the beginning of the series. That was his conclusion.
0: That's true. I, I guess in some ways he has gotten what he thinks he needed. I just don't feel like we we got a real good closure on.
1: Maybe we'll get it in his chapters in 54.
0: Maybe. yeah maybe we moved towards a a closure a kind of a kind yeah that's fair maybe we can see maybe this was a closure and we'll see the after effects of it and that'll really put a a pin on it
1: i i really cannot wait to see the can't hardly wait style uh jake (laughs) became a u.s senator Um, (laughs) marco runs a video store it went out of business
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that is what he would do is it? i don't he know have, he would have an arcade and it would go out of business and then a video store and it would go out of business and then he'd invest in bitcoin oh, but God. not get out in time and lose all his money
1: marco would get into stand-up and then be taken down <gasps> for being a creep to uh, his, his female employees
0: <laughs> Ugh, marco's got a rough road
1: We've done the last Rachel book. This is the last Tobias book. And then, yeah, the, the only ones left are the the final books for Jake and Cassie and uh, Marco okay. and Axe.
0: And then and then The Gathered. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us.
1: Yes. See you again next week. In the meantime, if you've got anything that you want to have us comment on or just let us know, hit us up on Twitter at Fandalites or email us, Fandalites at gmail.com. You can visit our website at Fandalites.com and our sister site at andalitetruth.org.
0: We're, we are definitely going to do some sort of wrap up episode after the full series. So if you have comments or questions or anything that you want us to talk about after we've read all the books, email us, but make sure you have spoilers or don't read after until you finish the series, that sort of thing in the header, just so that we can see them and get them, but don't get
1: spoiled. Um, So, yeah, next week we'll be doing book 50, which is very exciting. Uh, And until then, remember, nostalgia is a drug.